everybody, and welcome back to the Alliance Global Corporate and Specialty Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Reichman. Preparedness is crucial to mitigating the risks companies face before, during, and after extreme weather events like Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria. Creating and testing a plan intended to stabilize those critical business functions and productions after a disaster is key, and that can be the difference between a business that closes its doors and one that survives. Elizabeth Ippolito is a senior account engineer with Allianz Risk Consulting. And Liz, in light of the recent above-average natural catastrophe season, can you explain why it's important for companies to undergo business continuity planning exercises? Well, um, the business continuity plan is only as good as the organization's ability to implement their planned response. Testing is basically the only way that the business continuity plan can be validated without an actual disaster occurring. The test trains the business recovery team on team interaction. It reveals interdependencies between functional areas, and it basically educates the team on the workings of the plan. It's also a discovery process. During the exercise, team members become aware of potential obstacles to the recovery effort. I mean, literally, light bulbs go off, and, you know, they, as, during time that they're working together, they develop workarounds, and they realize that they can't do it by themselves. Each member of the team is crucial to the recovery going smoothly. And so the um, exercise is highly interactive, and the learning experience stays with the participant. Now, the Disaster Recovery Preparedness Council estimates that almost three-quarters of all companies around the globe are failing in terms of disaster readiness. Do you agree with this stat, and, and if so, why is this the case? I do agree. Um, although there is evidence that the trend is changing, especially in the world of finance, um, IT, healthcare, manufacturing, and the public sector. Although awareness and implementation of business continuity plan, crisis management plans, IT, DR plans are growing, um, this is a fairly recent development. I say only over the past 10 years has the need for business continuity plans become more evident to businesses. Studies show that the frequency and severity of natural disaster events are increasing, so that disaster readiness is really a fairly recent reality that companies are having to deal with. Some, some companies may be failing in their preparedness for, for some other reasons. For example, um, you really need top management buy-in into the process. Some companies talk a good game, but if there's no evidence of top management support for the business continuity plan, well, good luck with that at the plan level. There's also costs associated with readiness. Um, money, time, and resource commitments at all levels of the organization is needed. And not all companies are able or willing to do that. And oftentimes companies will develop a quote-unquote business continuity plan on the fly in order to meet like an ISO requirement or to respond to a client requesting to see their BCPs. So they'll download a template from the Internet and fill in the blanks. So that's really not going to work, is it? That's preparing to fail. A functional business continuity plan requires that a business impact analysis is done, that uh, identif- that uh, critical operations are identified, um, critical resources, vulnerabilities um, are, are discussed, and that there's a follow-up um, once the plan is completed with the test. Liz, in the article in the Global Risk Dialogue, you say, in the event of a hurricane or flood, 
these events are usually forecast in advance, so you can take preventative measures before the storm arrives. Now, obviously, you can't prepare in advance for every natural catastrophe. And also, what are some exposures beyond NatCat? Right. So natural catastrophe disasters include a slew of events. I mean, definitely earthquakes, droughts, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, wildfires, tsunamis, even winter storms, you know, have devastating effects on businesses and communities and government agencies, um, as well as, you know, on local and large-scale economies. So business exposures can include a loss of a facility um, and production capacity, loss of suppliers and vendors, loss of labor. Um, you know, some special skilled people um, can be injured. You know, critical employees could suffer trauma or death. Um, a company could even lose IT capabilities and access to critical data for operations. So supply chain disruption, you know, the inability to receive raw materials or ship finished goods. Um, it's a logistical nightmare to have to restructure your network after a disaster. But other exposures beyond natural disasters uh, could include fires, whether accidental or intentional, um, process hazards such as chemicals, combustible dusts, you know, there's explosions, water damage, power outages, and, and more recently, you know, workplace violence is becoming more common as our terrorist attacks. Can you take me through the key differences between disaster recovery and business continuity? Disaster recovery is the process of getting all important information technology operations up and running following a disruption to computers, server rooms, data centers. Today, nearly every functional area of business relies, at least in part, on the IT infrastructure hardware and software, data storage, analysis, applications, communications, you name it. All our vital business processes often cannot run without IT. Business continuity, on the other hand, is the process of getting the entire business back to full operation after a crisis and involves the critical functional areas of the company, such as you know, site management involvement, human resources, engineering, facilities, production, finance, environmental health and safety, quality assurance, supply chain, sales and marketing, etc. And, uh, and certainly it includes IT as well. So although typically the IT disaster recovery plan is a separate document specific to IT and focusing on IT equipment and infrastructure and software, it can be and is usually included under the umbrella of business continuity planning. Management will set the functional area recovery priorities for IT once they become operational. Liz, you mentioned that uh, a business continuity plan is only as good as the amount of time or practice that you put into it. So tell me, what are some of the components of a good plan? Sure. So um, a comprehensive business continuity plan identifies the business recovery priorities and the acceptable recovery times established by management. These are known as RPO and RTO in the industry, recovery point objective and recovery time objective. And based on these priorities, a recovery plan for each functional area is developed. Functional areas typically include the facility itself, production needs including equipment layout, specialized tooling, manufacturing bottlenecks. It includes supply chain, so the logistics, warehousing, inventory, vendor management. Uh, it includes engineering design, access to drawings, 
of course, IT systems uh, that are crucial for most operations, um, environmental health and safety and human resources, which manage all the special hazards on a facility and the people needs for the operation. Other factors that um, may include, that may impact business recovery and should be addressed in the plan include like contractual obligations with clients and vendors, um, supplier shortages and things of that nature. So the overall business continuity plan umbrella can include several programs such as emergency action plan, a crisis management and communications plan, hazardous materials program, a natural catastrophe response plan, um, the uh, supply chain risk management plan, compliance and government regulation plan. Those are all part of the business continuity plan. And tell me, what is a tabletop exercise and how do businesses carry it out? So a tabletop exercise is um, when you put your plan to the test. And usually that includes um, a representative from top management at the facility. It includes um, every functional area being present and participating in the recovery effort. So a scenario is created um, that's realistic to the site. And um, usually there are rules for participation uh, so that there are no disruptions within uh, during the test. And also um, the uh, tabletop exercise is controlled and monitored by a leader. Um, of the tabletop exercise, so someone that is going to take care of addressing, you know, all the functional area priorities, you know, making sure that they're meeting the RPO and the RTO um, priorities established by management. A very special thank you to Liz Ippolito for shining some light on what a good business continuity plan can do to help businesses be prepared for any disaster from earthquakes to political violence. You can read the full article on business continuity management in the recently released Global Risk Dialogue, which is now available for download on our website, agcs.allianz.com. If you have any follow-up questions or suggestions for future episodes, send us an email to agcscommunication at agcs.allianz.com. Reach out to us on Twitter at agcs underscore insurance or on LinkedIn at Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty. Also, folks, and I can't say this enough, do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. The more ratings and reviews we get, the easier it is for others to find the show. Again, a thank you to Liz Ispolito, and for all of us here at AGCS, I'm Ken Reichman, and we will see you next time.